we're back at it here for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek. Today, we're on episode 59, but first, you have to earn your stripes. So, guys, in today's message, it's going to be more of a personal story, personal sharing, personal revelation, and just a lot of personal lessons that I've learned that is applicable to not only your farm operation, but also to your kids and those that you're surrounded by with, right? So today's message is going directly to pinpoint inside most family farm operations where you've either got a team member or a son or daughter that's back on the family farm. Right now, the problem that happens when you've got somebody working for you, and if you're listening to this, again, you're going to be the person who's in charge or taking over the operation because you identify, right, with being the farmer who's on fire, right? You're the one who's taking charge. Now, when you've got a farm operation, right, and you've got a business, you got a team, you've got all the pressure on you, there's a different sense of weight right on your shoulders now when you've got a team member or you've got others who are involved and they want to have some ownership inside the operation or have more responsibilities this is where the challenge becomes right this is what you're dealt with is you've got a team member who let's say who does a really good job on the farm operation you know they show up they do the work and they provide you a ton of value, right? They give you a lot of value. Now, when you are needing to, you know, let's say you're afraid of losing this team member, what first comes into your mind when you begin to realize that, man, if I lose this person on my my team, I'm screwed. Like I'm screwed, right? So not only do you have that pressure, but also the other team member is is trying to, you know, see if he's a good fit for your operation and if he's going to stick around for the long time, long, you know, long, longevity is what you're looking at. Now, the problem becomes, though, is when you've got a team member who wants more leadership, who wants more, you know, wants to come to the table, who wants to offer more, but you're hesitant right? You're hesitant about doing this. Now, again, you're afraid to lose this guy. You're afraid to lose him. But at the same time, he has not truly earned his stripes. This is where the problem lies. And this is something I realized that I, for a long time, struggled with is because I wanted wanted to, I wanted more accountability. I wanted more you know, more, more jobs. I wanted more to, to take the pressure that the farm operation, but yet I had not truly earned my stripes yet that if I would have taken on all the pressure of our farm operation, like it would have collapsed. It would have collapsed. Now this is where your team members, again, you know, cause you know, the pressure, you know, the pain, you know, the, the weight, the sleepless nights that you carry. And you know, right. This team member doesn't have what it takes yet. So there's a testing, there's a, you know, a period where there is more things that you'll put on them. And that's 
for you to see if he can actually carry it through. Now, here's what happens, and here's where I screwed up for a long period of time, is I just wanted to get to the top. Like, let's be honest, I wanted, I wanted to be at the top. And what happens and what, what you may have a team member, what you're dealing with, or a child, is that although they wanna to get to the top, they have to earn it. They have to earn it. And this is where you're going to have to stand your ground. You're going to have to understand the situation and the cost of you giving over too much responsibility without having a structure in place. And this is the seriousness of this is because there's so many farm operations that are going to collapse because of they have not yet trained the generation below them how to run the farm operation. They just haven't, right? Where the generation above is too afraid, isn't ready to give up ownership, but yet also they know the generation below them isn't ready, but yet they aren't doing anything. There is no structure in place to pass it down or give more responsibility. Right, and this is just the challenges. There's just no communication is the problem, right? There's just no communication. There's no structure in place. We get tied up in the emotions. We get tied up in, I'm afraid to lose this guy. I'm afraid to lose my son. I'm afraid to lose my daughter. And here's the reality is that if you don't take action and you don't set this up correctly, your kids are not going to want to come back to the farm. You've got really two options right, is to get a structure in place and to teach them, to train them. Or the other side is that you're going to give them more responsibility than they should. Then they're what they're ready for. And there's going to be massive costs inside of there. Or you're not going to give them anything and they're going to get frustrated. They're going to get resentful. They are going to feel like just a, a W2 team, uh, W2 employee, and they never are going to make any effort to help you in your farm operation. Like this is the gap that needs to be talked about and discussed and just just the problems that's happening inside the family farms where there just is no communication, right? And this makes, this just pulls and ruins family farms apart is because everybody's so afraid of having these really difficult conversations. Now there's a structure, there's a there's a a way to do this correctly and there's a way to screw this up. But first it's understanding yourself and understanding the situation that you're in, understanding to get to the truth, to understand, to know what it is you want. Can your family, can your kids come back to the operation? Can you pass this on? Do you need to work on yourself? Does there need to be conversations? Because here is the painful reality. And this is what happened in our family farm. Is I came back to our family farm without any structure, with a hope and a prayer and just living off a dream to an operation that there was zero room for me for. Zero room. Now, did my dad want us to come back? Absolutely. Absolutely. But the hard truth was that there was zero communication and zero structure around how this operation was going to be planned and to take over. So what happened is, you know, I worked for, for my dad for many years, five years, 
right? I had just had a couple couple hundred acres and was putting in labor for the machinery, no cost structure, no keeping track, no nothing, just a verbal agreement. Now, the problem was is that I wasn't cash flowing. I was living on hopes and dreams and there was no structure, right? And the truth was that I needed to make more income. Like at the end of the day, that's what it was, needing to make more income. But yet there's that guilt there of walking away, stepping away from your dad, right? Doing, having to go your own way. But the best thing that you can do in that situation is to let your child go out and to earn their stripes, right? Earn their stripes. That I truly wanted to be successful and wanted, to, you know, it, you, the kids do as, as well. But when there's just no communication, guys, this absolutely destroys it destroys your family because just the silence and the the nonverbals the the inability to say anything it ruins a person it ruins you it ruins both sides of the parties this th doesn't matter if it's a team member or if it's your wife it's your kid no communication is going to ruin your farm operation i don't care if you have to collide for six months to get to the truth you're going to have to do this because the cost of this on the other side is literally to one day ruin your farm operation the decades and generational work literally going down the toilet because of an inability to have really hard conversations and i get it it's painful but you walk around and you look around the countryside and you see these family farms where the kids are trying to come back and they're trying to help their kid take over the next generation and they're just living on a hope and a prayer because they're not living in truth. There's no truth. And it's painful. It's painful to tell your kid, you know what? You can't, like, we don't have an operation that is successful enough for you to come back on or for you to take over. That's really hard to admit. That's extremely hard to admit that you you yourself don't have an operation that your kids can take over or that you aren't ready to pass on the farm. Let's be honest. A lot of the 50 and 60 year olds aren't ready to pass on the farm yet, but yet they want their kids back on the farm, helping them, taking over, and they're just giving false promises to the generation below. Here's what the truth has to be. There has to be open conversation. Open conversation and a dialogue as to what's going to happen. And the intentions. And if you truly, this goes for both sides. We're talking on both sides of the fence because you may be listening to this. You may be, you know, in your 40s and 50s having, you're ready to have your kids come back or you may be in your 20s or 30s who's who's back on an operation or have a grandpa or grandma who's taken over some ground, right? But there has to be a point where there is a line drawn in the sand where you don't tolerate the gray ground anymore. Because guys, again, this ruins you. 
mostly just in frustration and confusion and hopes and dreams and all these empty promises that never happen. Like one of the things I wish back coming back was, you know, just knowing that right out of the gate that I would have to build my own thing right away, not just hope and pray, right? That I was just going to take over the operation, which it wasn't going to happen. Like, let's just be honest. But to have the courage to go out and build my own thing and for the parents to let your kids build your own thing and let them handle the pressure of what it takes to build their own thing. You will give them massive, massive, massive lessons. Even if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s and 30s and you are involved in the operation and you know that you're capable for more, there's there's something inside of you that keeps wanting to do more because at the end of the day, this comes back to your kids. This comes back to what you provide for your family, your husband, your leader, your provider. And that is the sole thing that moves you as a man is you producing. When you're sitting on your operation and you feel like you don't have any say, any direction, you're just a W-2 employee with no direction, you feel like death. Inside, you may be alive, feel like you're doing well, you may be happy, but inside you are dead because you know you aren't reaching your full potential. You aren't doing what is inside of you. And that's what the message is connecting with. Is those who know that there's there's more, it's just getting out on the other side, having the conversations and moving forward, doing what is required. Because here's the here's the thing you can't see is if you got a dad or a cousin or grandpa and grandma that you're working for and you have the courage to go out and build your own thing, take the hits, take the punches from your dad, from your grandma, they will talk shit on you. They will not want you to do it. The only reason they are saying they don't want to do it is because one, they're afraid of losing you, which is not, that's not up to you. That's like not your emotions to deal with. But two is that they don't believe in themselves that they could do it. Once you go out and you build your own thing and you walk your path and you take the hits and you get knocked down, you you almost fail, but you get back up and you keep moving forward. The people that talk shit on you one day are going to be asking you how you did it. That's the truth. When you put the blinders on and you just move forward, accepting the path that you're on and you're going against everything else that everybody else is saying, you are the top 1%. That At that point, it's not a mind game, it's a heart game. Meaning you have gone all in and you've decided, hey, even you accept, hey, if this leads me to failure and I lose, you know, lose something or something happens consider if it has and if you have known that there's a direction and a path that you've gone into and you follow it and you put your trust you have faith you trust you truly believe god and you rely on that and you move forward you will truly start to see those around you and see who those people truly are because they're going to be they're going to be afraid Those people are going to be in fear. 
They're going to be in fear for you. And if you don't protect your mind and understand why you're doing this, that you're doing this to better your life, to serve God, to truly live a servant lifestyle, serving your family, serving God, serving your community, whatever that looks like. What I've learned is if you stick with that, that's all you need. God will provide the rest. But you have to be willing to walk away. You have to be willing to enter into the unknown territory. Because it's unknown. It's not proven. It's not It's not guaranteed. That's the thing people don't understand is building your own business, doing walking your own way and trying something new. It's not guaranteed. But that's where you learn the lessons and you will learn to prevail. You will learn to take the hits and those who continue to fight on a day-to-day basis, things do happen. It's guaranteed. That is guaranteed. Something will change. What will change and what's going to come out of it, we don't know. But when you're willing to walk and you're willing to do that, you're willing to fight. Man, do you feel alive and you notice everybody around you will begin to feel alive why because you have light you're in light you've taken yourself from darkness scarcity fear doubt worry to light walking moving guiding, directing. That's why when you have a team member who wants to take over the operation and they're not ready for it and you're hesitant and you give them a series of tests, you give them a series of pressures and they don't handle it, they truly weren't ready for it. They truly were just wanting to do it for themselves. And that's the mistakes I used to make. Until one day when I realized that it's not about you, it's not about what you want, it's about what is calling you to move, what's what's asking, what you're being asked to do, and having the courage, having the faith, having the ability to move in that direction and truly just follow God asking you to follow him and so those that again second third fourth generations where they've never had to earn anything they've never had to build their own business they've been w2 employees all their lives guys like this storm is coming where they're going to one day have this operation that's worth seven to ten million dollars and they've only made maybe 60 to 70 grand per year as a w-2 employee no pressure no nothing and now they're going to be handed over a seven to ten million dollar operation that they've never had to work for guys are not going to be able to handle it they're going to make really poor decisions So 
This is just the reality that's coming and the reality that's here. And those who are willing to do what's required, willing to step out, willing to put themselves in the pressure, putting putting the fire. Like guys, you one day, you're going to be leading thousands of people. Why? Because you're the one who can handle the pressure. You're the one who understands what's at risk. You understand what's at risk. So as we wrap this message up, I just want you to consider just to take and for you to analyze where are you at inside your operation? What's working? What's not working? Where are you at? Do you have to have some conversations with your kids? Do you have to have some conversation with your dad about the operation? Is there separation that has to happen? Is there a business that you feel like you are needing to open and build? Where are you at? And how can you apply it? That's your action item for today is where do you need to have your first conversation? And two, draw up your fact map. What's a fact map? A fact map is where you're at across body, being, balance, and business. Go through each one of those four areas. Write down the facts. Okay, in my body, I am, you know, 10 pounds overweight. Being, I don't meditate. I don't pray. Uh, Balance, you know, we're not intimate. We're having sex maybe, you know, three times a month, two, three times a month. Uh, business, we are currently losing money inside our farm operation. So take an account today, where are you at, where you're at inside your farm operation and the first two action items you need to take to begin to move your operation in the next direction. This is all about getting to the facts and taking action. So we're going to wrap this up. We're going to talk to you all on Friday on the next episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast.